0: Corona will crush the lockdowns. Welcome to the Kennedy Report. I'm Kennedy Hall. What am I saying? Am I making any comments here about the specific nature of the respiratory illness on everybody's mind? No, don't worry. I'm not spreading any misinformation. We're going to talk about something else. Corona has been on everyone's mind for over a year at this point, and it really is the gift that keeps on giving. I wish there were other things to talk about, and there are, but sadly, this whole madness is still at the forefront of our minds as we grapple with lockdowns, vaccinations, businesses closing, civil rights taken away. You know the drill. But this is a symptom of something we've known for a long time. As I said in our videos that we put out about two or three months ago about the advent of global communism, the errors of Russia have spread and a failure on behalf of the Church to properly consecrate Russia the Immaculate Heart of Mary has resulted in this state that we find ourselves in under the control of Marxism, true Marxism. But the real lockdown is sin. Now, before I continue, please like and subscribe this video and this channel. Go to Fatima.org to see what we have going on to help you grow in your faith and to spread the truth about the message of Fatima. And perhaps in your charity, you consider a donation to help us continue these efforts. The following is an excerpt taken from an article on our website, called Why World Enslavement or Not. It's on Fatima.org, and it goes like this. The consecration of Russia, which will lead to its conversion, is thus necessary to avoid the chastisements, including enslavement, which Our Lady of Fatima warned us about. It was prefigured 3,500 years ago when Moses led the Israelites to the banks of the Red Sea. The Israelites had the Red Sea in front of them and the Egyptian army behind them. With swords drawn, ready to kill them, the people run armed with no means of escape. God commanded Moses to extend his arm over the Red Sea. It was only because Moses obeyed God and extended his arm over the sea that the sea parted, and the Israelites were able to cross to safety. God has given the Pope the same mission. If the world is to avoid enslavement, it will only be because the Pope obeys God and extends his arm of authority over the Church and over Russia through ordering and performing the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The Catholic faithful, likewise, are unarmed, with their enemies in a position to destroy the Church. The tenets of masonry and communism are being enforced more and more by the United Nations, as well as by the European Union and the United States. These forces are in an almost unilateral control of politics worldwide. Communism and Freemasonry, which are both built upon the same satanic foundation, are both antithetical to true Catholicism. Their poisonous and destructive tenets have been exposed and warned against numerous times by the Catholic Church. That's a pretty powerful statement. This is a good article you can read. As I said, it's called... Why World Enslavement or Not? And it's at Fatima.org. Enslavement is key. That's the key term. We are slaves to the state. And this has become apparent in the last little while. Before I get back to my script here for a second, I I was thinking about something on the way down today. And I thought about the last few years and how essentially what we've had is we've had basically a rise in populist movements. If you think about the time that Donald Trump became popular, if you think about Matteo Salvini, who lives in Italy, if you think about uh, Bolsonaro, who's in Brazil, you think about Orban, who's in Hungary, there's more that I'm forgetting, but there have been a number of populist, right-wing, very nationalist movements over the last half decade or so. Now, whether or not you believe that the men in charge were effective or not, that's not really the point. I mean, you can think whatever you want about Donald Trump or any of these men, that's, that's not the issue. But there was a spirit of patriotism that was growing. You could feel it. You could feel it over the last few years where people were starting to say, you know what, I'm sick of globalism. I'm sick of the encroachment of cultural Marxism. I'm sick of all these things and I just want to be an American. I just want to be a Canadian. I just want to be an Italian. I just want to be a man, a citizen, a patriot who lives in the country that my forefathers founded for me and I want to be grateful to that. The globalists cannot have that. Now, the psychology of these globalist Marxists who are in control, it's very much an abusive, an abusive psychology. And in my humble opinion, this is what I think I've seen as I've sort of had time to reflect on what's happened over the last few months. It's almost as if they saw the population getting a little bit too uppity. There was too much God and country. There was too much faith, family, and fatherland. There was too much of that. And again, you can think whatever you want about the leaders. You think Donald Trump was a tool of the left, that's up to you. I, I'm not going to debate that right now what I'm saying is the the movement, the ethos amongst the people was growing. And I don't think the globalists were very happy about it. Whether or not they were scared about it, whether or not they were nervous, whether or not they expected it, that's not really the point. But it was happening nonetheless. Well, what better way to get rid of that than by a lockdown? And what we've seen is we've seen heartbreaking results with so many leaders that we thought were conservative here in Canada Two of our most famous social conservatives and political conservatives in Ontario and in Alberta have become so uh, far left and Marxist that just recently out in Alberta, Jason Kenney, who's supposed to be the staunch conservative of Canada's Texas, so-called the province of Alberta, and he had his government send 200 police officers to surround a Protestant church to make sure that they couldn't gather and worship Christ in the best way they knew how. That's Canada today. As we record this, we are into our third round of lockdowns here in Ontario, Canada, and there are other countries and states around the world who are in similar positions, and some of them might be a little bit worse. But sadly, it does seem that Canada has a particular propensity for the public health doctatorship. No doubt the logical conclusion of our exalting the so-called universal health care system as the golden calf of our society for decades. As a side note, there is no such thing as universal health care. There's insurance. You either pay for it through your government or you pay for it through a private company. I'm, there's problems with both of them. I'm just saying this idea that we have free health care is not true. I've gone through the litany of absurdities that have taken place in the advent of global communism in other videos and articles that you can find on our website, so I'm not going to go too far down that rabbit hole here. However, I do think it would be helpful to illuminate the current public health measures that our lords and masters are inflicting upon us for our own good. As it stands, the government of my province is restricting access to buy anything that is non-essential in a store. As you can imagine, this will include places that sell things necessary for sustenance. So places that are like grocery stores and pharmacies, they're open. But of course, the major stores are also open but with restrictions. So to ensure that you will not be part of the greatest plague since the Black Death, they're blocking off certain aisles. If you go into a Walmart, for example, you can buy groceries, you can buy Advil, but the section that sells socks and children's bike helmets, well, that has been blocked off with caution tape for your own health. You might be thinking that this sounds absurd. It is absurd. It's insane. Um, Because different things are essential to different people for different reasons. But... The government says they understand what we're going through, which is why they've said, hey, it's not all bad. If you need tube socks, for example, which you actually can't buy at the local dollar store where I live because they're not essential, if you need tube socks, there's a solution. We don't want small businesses to go out of business. So you can call them and you can organize a way to pay for it through the phone or over the internet, and then you can sit outside in your car and then they can walk to your car and you open their trunk and they put the socks in your trunk. Sometimes I imagine that we're living in some sort of uh, bad, uncut version of the Twilight Zone. If it wasn't so sad, it would be kind of funny in a very sardonic and morose sort of way. But in any case, we're slaves. We are slaves to the government. And you might be asking yourself, well, how did we get here? What would make a person act and think in such a way wherein they'd find themselves in such a situation? I've asked myself this many times, but I think that we need to see this through the lens of Fatima. Not only are we living under communism, but in the truest sense, we are enslaved to the state. You hear a lot about enslavement to Mary in the great spiritual writers. And you hear this in the Bible. You will be a slave, I'm paraphrasing, but you'll be a slave to God or you'll be a slave to Satan. We can't escape this fact that we will be under a master, whether we like it or not. It's a matter of choosing which master that should be. But right now, we're enslaved to the state. Communism does not take root in a society unless the people are primed for it. Put it this way. You cannot convince somebody that they should basically give up all of their basic natural law principled freedoms. I'm talking about true freedoms here. You can't convince people to give those up unless they're ready to give them up. People may desire complete control of the state because of a tribulation or a natural disaster that requires some sort of intervention. That often happens. It might be because they're just sufficiently convinced that the government works for them. See, that's, we've been talking about liberalism in some videos the last month or so. That's one of the errors of liberalism is, I'm in control, therefore the government should work for me. Well, that turns into the government making all your decisions for you, so when it comes time to think for yourself, you don't really know how anymore. There are many ways we get here. But if you read the trending social media posts about what people expect from their governments during this time, Many are, of course, critical of what's going on, but sadly a massive amount of people are begging the government to quote-unquote do more, which basically means control our lives any more or harder than they have been. So how did we get to the point where we would actually expect the government to make us healthy? Think about that for a second. You want people who sit in a city, parliament, or legislature somewhere to actually regulate your health statistics. It's absolutely insane. As I said we are slaves to the state. We expect everything from our masters, and we want them to take care of everything for us. No matter how we got here, no matter how you look at it, we live in a world where the majority of people are willing slaves to the state. We have sufficiently enslaved ourselves to the government, and a large number of citizens are totally fine with that. Well, there's the bad news, but what do we do about that? And as I said, I'm going to go back to what I said at the beginning. This time that we've had, where we've sort of had our hopes and dreams crushed, seeing all of our religious and social conservative leaders that we hoped would do something for us, I mean, they most of them caved. That's actually kind of a grace. And the reason for that is because now we know that we can't expect a natural solution. We need a supernatural solution. God is allowing this to happen to us. Whether he's inflicting it in some way or allowing it to be inflicted upon us, it's for our own good. We thought that we could have politician or a series of politicians fix our problems, but ultimately, we cannot. It is a supernatural problem that requires a supernatural solution. Just before Easter, my family and I visited our priests to have some items blessed. My wife handed our priests a new rosary that she was gifted, and Father took out his book of blessings, which is called the Roman Ritual. He asked me offhand, he was flipping through the pages, and he had my son actually holding uh, the water that he was going to be used to blessing the rosaries. And he just said to me, Kennedy, do you know how to say rosary in Latin? And I did. I said, Father, isn't it rosarium or something like that? And he said, well, that technically is what you call the series of prayers. But as he's flipping through, he kind of laughed and he said, the rosary is actually called Corona. (laughs) I laughed and I thought, well, that's kind of timely. And he said, yeah, it means a crown, of course, but it also means a chaplet. I knew that it was the word for crown, but I had no idea that's what you called it for a chaplet. And it dawned on me, this whole advent of universal communism and this health dictatorship, it is about the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. It is about our reluctance to make reparation for offenses against the Virgin Mary. It's all about our preference to bend the knee to the diabolical state rather than to rest on bended knees with our rosary or our corona in hand. You see, there is a true corona, and there is a false corona. The true corona belongs to Our Lady. We hold it while we say our prayers, and also her queenship and Christ's kingship needs to be enacted in our world to solve what's happening. And that's why I'm saying it is the corona that will crush the lockdown. There is a demonic element to this. Ever since this thing has started, I've been saying this on videos for the last year or so, that it seems like a demonic fog of tyranny or almost stupidity it's just lording over the world right now. It's never been just about a virus. Our world and our popes have failed to answer the call of spreading true devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary in the way that heaven requested. It is about even more than the consecration, as the message of Fatima implores us to perform First Saturday devotions to make reparations for the sins against our Lord and Our Lady. And that doesn't stop just because a consecration may take place. The past year has been something like a crowning of the New World Order, something like a Corona coronation, if you will. And while there may be certain natural means we can use in order to make life a little bit more sane, and we should pursue those if we can, ultimately it will be the Corona of Our Lady, the true Corona, that will exorcise the world of the false Corona that has illuminated our Marxist regimes as the plagues that they really are. So, we have a lot of hope here. We have the real Corona on our side. Padre Pio called the Rosary a weapon for our times. I can't believe it took me a year to figure this out. But the Rosary is called the Corona. I can't bring I can't bring that up enough. It really is kind of, in a sense, humorous that the solution to our problems is true devotion, is the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart, a way of stopping the errors of Russia. And our weapon against the corona lockdown is the corona of Our Lady. So hopefully that brings you hope. Remember to pray your rosary every day. Pray for the consecration of Russia, the Immaculate Heart, to take place in the true way that it was asked for by heaven. And if you've liked this video, please like the video, please subscribe to our channel, please visit Fatima.org and consider a donation to help us keep these efforts going forward. This has been the Kennedy Report. I'm Kennedy Hall, and God bless.